1: Brian Shackman here. Yeah, we are live at the Manchester Road Race, probably about 40 yards from the start-finish line. Uh, we will take you all the way through to 9:45 when the race broadcast will pick things up, and the race starts at 10 a.m. Uh, 10,000 runners, up to 35,000 fans al- along the route. And one of the one of the reasons they can give so much to charity is because you, the runner, but but also because of the sponsors for the race and. Uh, Pratt & Whitney, longtime sponsor, and uh, joining us now, Matthew Dawson, who's a program fleet chief in the commercial engine department. Let me just ask you, first of all, are you ex-military? I am not. Okay. You look like you could have been. Now, what what do you do at Pratt & Whitney?
0: So I work in our commercial engines division, and I work uh, supporting one of our um, commercial engine programs, which is the V2500 engine. It flies on the Airbus A320.
1: So that's a that's a major plane in the commercial industry, correct? I mean, yeah, it's one of the most popular planes out there.
0: It is, and we have um, we're on the older version. We've been around the the V twenty five hundred engine's been around since uh, the eighties. Um, you know, does almost, it get
1: phased out? Is it eventually going to go? Yeah, away? it's
0: been it's been phased out of production, but these engines fly for twenty five years, and so you know, there's a there's a lot of runway, if you will, in front of us to support this, and we've got over. 3,000 aircraft flying today with these oh. engines and they're coming into the shop you know every few years for maintenance and so we're uh, we're there to support our airline operators are you an way. engineer
1: by like what is your background I am in
0: yeah my background is engineering um, got a degree in engineering came to work uh, for Pratt 23 years ago in oh, wow. engineering and uh, uh, made my way into uh, our program management group and uh, been there for the last decade.
1: Companies doing, I mean, this seems to be an aviation that never really slows down.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, a, aviation industry ebbs and flows, you know, and kind of goes with the market. And, you know, COVID was a, was a big hit for, for everybody and including our industry. Um, but we're recovering.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing. I mean, just the fact that we take for granted that we just, just jump on this metal tube and can go three thousand miles away, and and with almost almost never knock on wood anything bad happening. Uh, Matthew Dawson from Pratt and Whitney, Let's just talk about Pratt and I mean Pratt and Whitney. People may not know this, has been involved with in this race for a long time.
0: Yeah, uh, this is our 39th ninth year, uh, partnering with the Manchester Road Race, and you know the Manchester Road Race just puts back so much to the community. Um, we, we couldn't be prouder to be a part of this, this great event. And, um, you know, it's more than, you know, just monetary donations and, you know, countless employee volunteer hours. I, I'm told that, you know, a long time ago, and as I was coming in here, Brian reminded that, you know, uh, Paul Wilhide, who was a, a Manchester resident vice president of Pratt back in 1983 started this partnership. And, but since then, you know, back in the day, Pratt would provide printing services for this race, you know, printing up race bibs, programs, advertisements, and they also contributed one other cool thing, which is the Manchester race logo.
1: Hm. Oh, that I mean they they designed it?
0: Yeah, someone at Pratt & Whitney designed that logo and it's um, you know, so it's a 1980s vintage logo <laughs> and it? it's uh yeah, it's been in effect since then.
1: And now tell me in terms of Pratt & Whitney you know, obviously, there's some volunteerism element to it. Are there, like, running teams? I know you're running today. Is that just an independent decision? Does a large group of folks at Pratt run?
0: Oh, yes, for sure. Um, you know, so I've, I've been working with Pratt for a long time, and, and, and i run um, with a group um, of employees at Pratt & Whitney uh, a few times a week. And there's, there's other runners, too. And it's a big campus. I mean, we have thousands of people that are employed there, and, and lots of them runners. And I'm sure there's uh, several hundred Pratt & Whitney runners uh, at the race today.
1: Well, that's cool. We're talking with Matthew Dawson. And do you go by Matt or Matthew? Which do you prefer? Does it matter? Matt. Okay, Matt's good. Uh, he's involved with the V2500 program fleet. Uh, he's the chief. Uh, it's a commercial engine on on a plane. I'm sure you've flown. It's like the a the, 3 it's a three hundred and twenty. That sort of competes yeah. with the seven hundred and thirty-seven. Exactly, that's like the, 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 the yep. analogous plane, right? And with just, it's not the biggest, but it just seems to be the most popular.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Um, I would say that it's probably the most ubiquitous aircraft, the seven hundred and thirty-seven, a three hundred and twenty. That class of aircraft is called single aisle. Um, that's the most prevalent aircraft that you'll see in the commercial world today.
1: With all the, I mean, I I don't know anything about your business, but I'll just ask this. With all the issues that the 737 had a couple years ago, did you, did Pratt see a pop in business? Or you don't, you service it, but I mean, did, did those planes on the Airbus side get more popular because the Boeing plane was having issues?
0: Sure. I I think there was some of that going on for sure. And, um, you know, but, uh, you know, for, uh, for our business, I mean, it's, it's about getting, new aircraft out there with, that are powered by our engines. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think that was a little bit of a windfall. Who I think are your competitors?
1: For, it's like GE and Rolls-Royce. Is that, are, those, are those the ones that compete with you? That's right. It's, uh, it's, I, people, I didn't know that Rolls-Royce did plane engines. I mean, it's kind of people wouldn't think of it. And I grew up in Swampscott, Massachusetts, and they made GE jets in Lynn. So I was yep. pretty familiar with things there. Uh, but getting back to the race, you're running today.
0: I am, yeah. And Are you uh, ready? I'm ready as I can be. I've been kind of nursing a little bit of a calf injury, so I've been taking it easy. But I've been feeling good over the last week or so, so I'm going to take it easy to start today and hopefully finish in under 35 minutes.
1: So you consider yourself not competitive to win runner, but a competitive, like, runner?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and actually, uh, I'm proud of the fact that I came in third in my age group uh, several years ago. It was kind of a a fluke, though, Brian, right? He's like, you know, sometimes... You, you just don't have the, the the best runners in your age group show up that year, and that's what kind of happened. Oh, and I was yeah, like, "Hey, right. you're I'm being, third place." You're so being
1: humble, I, <laughs> I feel like you're a little younger than me, but I don't know because you got good hair. But uh, what age group would that be?
0: Uh, I'm in the 45 to 50 50 age group. Yeah, that's so a competitive age. I just group. turned. I just turned 49. It is a competitive age group. It seems like it's just whatever age group I graduate into. It Gets just stronger, the, the same. Stronger. The same guys are still there. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm competitive, but there, it's amazing to me how many r- really competitive runners that there are at this race. I mean, obviously, there's elite runners, but, you know, even even in the 50-year-old category, I mean, there's I'm sure there will be 55- and 60-year-olds who will beat me today.
1: When you run, like, a sub-8-minute mile in a race like this, are you still able to enjoy it, or is it just head down and go?
0: No, I definitely enjoy it, I, especially this race. I look forward to it. You know, the streets are just lined with people from start to finish and there's bands on the course and so it's 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 motivating when you're out there just just having those those fans so it's a it's a big part for me i'm my head's not quite down and ignoring everything i'm taking it all in when i'm in that race
1: anything else about you know pratt and winning the community you know people i think with these huge companies we we don't really think about you know all the things that they do beyond just employ people which is a huge thing i mean if we didn't have Pratt and Whitney, you know, in certain parts of the state. Who knows what would happen? But uh, I don't know from a corporate level. Is anything else you want to talk about in terms of in terms of the company?
0: Well, no, I mean, I'll just you know, we support the Manchester Road Race we have for for uh, for decades. But corporate citizenship is is a big part of what we do at Pratt and Whitney, and you know, we empower our employees to make a difference in their communities, and this is one of the ways. But you know, there's lots of other support. That, that Pratt is uh, providing to other communities outside of Manchester, outside the Manchester road race.
1: Is it the only job you've had as a professional? Like, Did you come out of like, grad school and go right to Pratt? Or? So if you've been there for 23 years, you're 49, so you were 26 when you got there. Uh, if you got out of gra- undergrad at 22, there's a four-year gap there. I don't know if you have a Ph.D. or what. So. Yeah,
0: so I, d- I went to grad school, so I have a master's in mechanical engineering. But before that, I did work as a design engineer for a smaller company in um, Houston, Texas. So I worked for a little bit, and I decided I want to get my master's, and I got my master's, and then I came to Pratt, and I've been with Pratt ever since. Where
1: are you from originally?
0: Originally from Massachusetts. Where? I'm from Kingston. Kingston. Yeah, which is uh, South Shore, oh, yeah, uh, just like- town just north of Plymouth where the uh, Pilgrims landed. That's right. Yeah. That's
1: right, down Route 3. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, listen, it's great to meet you, Matt, and li- we're thankful to Pratt and Whitney for being involved. I mean, and again... You can see the, you know, the signage all over the place, and it's, it's, it's companies like Pratt that make uh, Manchester able to do the charity and to get the race off without a hitch. So uh, we appreciate you coming on, and good Thank, luck. Thanks, Brian. I'm 35. Too. I'll be about 10 minutes behind you <laughs> <All> <laughs> because right. I am not a fast runner. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be, heads in social media and eyes on
0: Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.